Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street podcast. Um, This time, there's really not much of an introduction here. Besides, we really wanted to be able to get this special family on our podcast, the the family of Jim Landsman. I'm sure you may have heard about his story through social media over the last couple of weeks, and it is an absolutely incredible story, top to bottom. Um, and we wanted to be able to have the family on to tell their side of the story, distribute their message, and just to be able to, you know, share some love with the DMB community as well. Um, I'm Bruce, as always, joined by Nolan. Nolan, this is a uh, this is a special bonus episode for us. It is, yes, and we can't wait to talk to the Landsman family. Um, you know, I first heard about it on Instagram and, um, you know, they're obviously huge Dave Matthews band fans and trying to get the message out, um, that Jim Landsman, um, their father, husband, um, was diagnosed with COVID-19 and we have his family on with us right now. Uh, thanks for joining us. I know you've been through a lot lately and we just wanted to get your story out there. Um, so if you could maybe introduce yourselves and just kind of give us a little bit of backstory on what's been going on, that would, that'd be great. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm Jordan Landsman. I'm Jim's daughter. And I'm Gail, his wife. And I'm Clay, his son. So, and I can kind of start from the beginning where, um, Jim and I have been extremely cautious through this whole process. Um, we may have even taken it to extremes at the beginning, especially where I, mean, I wouldn't let groceries in the house without wiping them down. And we didn't eat out. We didn't get takeout. We basically hibernated and quarantined in our, with, within our own unit in our home, um, took it very seriously. And we've continued that um, with the exception of we did go out to eat a few times, but insisted on sitting outside away from everyone. Um, I've been, you know, both of us have been wearing a mask. If we go anywhere, we were actually having groceries delivered. Um, Jim is the last person we thought would ever get this virus, let alone if he got it. We never thought that it would affect him the way that it has. Um, We actually basically thought that if he or Clay, who is living with us currently, um, got it, that they would be fine. We were more concerned about me. Um, I've had pneumonia in the past, so I've been the priority. I'm a little higher risk. So we've basically um, chose to stay here in Florida this summer. We typically go north 
And um, like I said, just trying to take all the precautions. So on Wednesday, the 22nd of July, Jim wasn't feeling well. And so immediately we're like, oh, I hope it's not COVID. Um, so we quarantined, Clay in a room, Jim in a room, me in a room, um, took Jim's temperature, he had a fever of 102. Well, we kind of took it relaxed a little bit at first. Um, when he first wasn't feeling all that great, he felt a little lightheaded and he told us that he was going to go take a nap. And 30 minutes later, he woke up and came out, grabbed a glass of wine and yeah. went back to bed and just hung out. So, yeah, so that was actually, him yeah, right that away. was the 21st that he like didn't feel good. And then the 22nd, he had a fever. And then um, symptoms just progressively got worse. The fever wasn't going away, even though he was taking Tylenol. Um, his fever was 102 and with Tylenol, it went down to 100. Um, progressively, like I said, symptoms, he, he had body aches, he had chills. Um, he got uh, pretty severe headaches. And then on Sunday evening, I don't know the date here, I'm getting kind of confused with all the days, but um, he started this mild cough. And then on Monday, he'll kill me for divulging this information, <laughs> but he had some diarrhea. And um, then on Tuesday, he got up to use the restroom and said he felt faint. And I had purchased a pulse oximeter um, thanks to a friend who suggested it, who's in healthcare. And so I asked him to check his oxygen levels and they were down to 88, which is not good for anybody who doesn't know they're supposed to be in the high nineties. So immediately I got on a video call with a ER doctor and she basically said, get him to the hospital right now. And so I asked if I needed to call an ambulance, if it was okay to take him myself. Um, she basically said, mask up, triple mask, and get him there now. So we took him there on July 28th, our youngest grandson's birthday. <laughs> Not a date I'm excited to remember that that's when he went in, but um, they wouldn't let us go in with him. Clay and I both went. We drove separately, so we were in separate cars, again, staying safe. And I was positive um, at the time too, so we didn't I wasn't know that. getting exposed. Yeah, we that, but yeah. we didn't know that. So the whole testing process is a whole nother story <laughs> because five to seven days before they're getting results and then they take days to call you. So we had no idea if we tested positive or not. We had gone in on Thursday morning after his symptoms on Wednesday and had not had results yet. Um, we had also went and had a nasal swab done on that Sunday. Again, no results. So go to the hospital. He um, has to go in by himself. So Clay and I sat in our cars separately for three hours waiting for news. And he finally called and said, they're gonna send me for a bunch of tests. It's gonna be another three hours. You might as well go home. So we headed home because we took him up to Daytona and we're half hour south. So we came home and got a phone call about two hours later saying they're admitting me. I have infection and I'll call you tomorrow. So we got a phone call confirming he has COVID. He had pneumonia severely. It had completely attacked his left lung and was in the process of attacking his right lung. Um, he 
was actually feeling better on Wednesday at the hospital. And we assumed that with the antibiotics and the fluids that they were giving him, that maybe he just needed a little extra help there and he would be home within a couple days. And um, that's not the way things turned out. Um, he started struggling Wednesday night to breathe and I got a phone call and he told me that things may not turn out the way we'd like them to and I needed to be prepared and he told me where the life insurance policies were and who I needed to contact and um, he was really struggling so they had to up oxygen and they tried a bunch of different things um, they put him on masks they put him on cannulas um, he was on 100% and by Friday, the 31st, so mind you, he's only in the hospital three days, they moved him up to ICU and again, I talked to him after they moved him up and his voice sounded a little bit stronger. He wasn't struggling for breath quite as much and so I just thought, okay, this is, this is good. Um, but then shortly after I had talked to him, I got a phone call from the doctor saying, I need your permission to intubate. Um, so I asked to see him and FaceTime with him and he started the whole, you need to be prepared conversation with me, told me he loved me. And that was the last I got to talk to him besides while he was paralyzed and, um, sedated. We don't know if he could hear what we were saying. Occasionally we'd get a really good nurse that would, um, let us FaceTime even though he wasn't responding. Um, and then of course the kids will share with you about his, our favorite nighttime nurse um, and the whole Dave Matthews connection with that. Um, he has been kind of up and down. His heart rate started to increase and then his um, oxygen levels were decreasing. So he was at, um, high percentage of oxygen going in, but he was only showing um, oxygen levels and it dipped into the 30s. Again, it's supposed to be high 90s. Um, his heart rate would either be way low or way high. It's, it's literally been a horrible roller coaster. Um, and it's, it's been awful because we haven't been able to talk to him we haven't been able to be there. We are literally at the mercy of the doctors and nurses to call us to update us. Um, you know, it's, it's scary to call them because if they don't answer, you worry there's an emergency, which there actually was one day when I did try to call. Um, so we kind of wait for their phone calls and um, just hope and pray it's good news instead of bad news. So um, he did start to stabilize. And we argued with the doctor a little bit about doing a lumbar puncture because he started suspecting he might have Guillain-Barre syndrome because um, he kept fighting to breathe over the ventilator. And so they were saying that might be a symptom of this GB syndrome. Um, and there's a whole other story with that too. I won't go into all those details, but um, we did not do the lumbar puncture. They started... Um, IVIG infusion, which is um, broad spectrum antibodies plasma that they put in. And it's the treatment for GB syndrome. And he was starting to show improvements. And so after 
two full days of getting that plasma, he seemed to be stabilizing enough that they wanted to do a trial with his breathing where they kind of turned the vent off and he seemed to do okay with that. So um, they took him off the vent and we finally started hearing a little bit of good news. So he's now somewhat coherent at times. Um, he's managed to open his eyes and be able to FaceTime and recognize me and the kids. Um, he got the two dogs confused one day, but oh. they're very similar in looks. Um, and then he's kind of talked some mumbo jumbo where he thinks if he can raise $5 million, he can get, he get broke out of the hospital at this point. Um, I'm not sure what kind of news or whatever they've had on the television, but he's also saying, saying that this whole thing is a hoax. Um, so we know he's very loopy from the drugs because I'm sure once he is coherent, he's going to definitely be fighting, proving that this is a real thing. Um, so that's where we stand. Um, today, I, I was able to FaceTime with him this morning briefly, and he told me to be strong, told me he loved me, and then he went off about the $5 million, how I need to come up with finding that. So um, yeah, that's where we're at. Like I said, um, I'd like the kids to be able to share the Dave Matthews connection and the night nurse that we have befriended now. We've definitely made her part of our family, I think. So yeah. I will hand it off to Jordan. All right. So actually, can I talk real quick? Go ahead. So sorry. Um, one thing I would like to touch on is when we got tested, um, we had the throat swab at first, and then we had the nasal swab two days later, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get the throat swab results back until like seven or eight days later. And that's when he found out that he was positive, but he was already in the hospital at that point. And when we had the nasal swabs done, um, he actually got a call the day he was admitted to the hospital that he was negative and we were all negative. And I had a positive test from the throat swab. So can't really, there's such thing as a false negative, but no such thing as a false positive. So right. if you're feeling under the weather or any kind of sick at all, just take care of yourself. You don't know what you have and what you don't. So kind of scary in that sort. And the thing is, is that the nurse who did the nasal swabs for them that came back negative, he did a bunch of people and all of them that he did came back negative. So a bunch of people who think they don't have it could, and they're going around their normal life. Yeah. So and there's a technique to making sure that you get a clay joked with the thought that they were touching his brain when they actually did it properly. Um, if, if they're not getting way up into that nasal area to get that swab, it's not going to be an accurate test. And they, the nurses, I mean, we've heard multiple nurses tell us that they can, they can definitely have a, a, a false negative result. So like Clay said, there's um, probably a ton of people walking around thinking they're negative when they, they may not be. So to the Dave Matthews stuff, um, when my dad went in the ICU, I kind of half thought, I, I sent an email out to the emails on the Dave Matthews Band official website, just kind of saying what was going on and like, hey, it'd be really cool if we could get a video, but I actually never heard back from anybody. So I kind of did it as a half thought and was like, okay, I'm not gonna ever think about that again. And then I came down here to be with my mom and my brother because I live up in like a Bernardina Beach area 
and we got down here and we were all together and I kind of said something about it and Clay and I were like, cool, let's do it. So I originally made a photo and then Clay came up with this really awesome video and we're like, let's just blow this up and see how far we can get it. And you know, if anything, we're at least going to raise awareness about it. But that day we had gotten probably a week of just bad news or stable news that wasn't really good to us. And the nurses, we asked them, what are you guys playing in the background? And they're like, oh, we have baseball on because that's what we were watching. We're like, no, 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 no. We're like, you need to put Dave Matthews on for him. He needs to be hearing something that's going to bring him memories and things that are going to bring him back to us. And so they did. And we got a phone call that day that things were starting to improve a little bit. So we thought, oh my gosh, that's so cool that like we start, we asked them to play that and he's showing improvements. And so we came up with the video and the picture and the first day we did it, most of our friends and family were retweeting it or putting it out there and posting it. And our Instagram stories were pictures of Clay and I and videos of Clay and I, which was kind of cool to see how many people supported us. And then the next day we had reached out to like the Dave Matthews fan pages and um, people in the band and we started to expand and like the Gorge crew reposted it. And after that, it was just like crazy. So how we actually got connected to him was a really small podcast called the modern believer. He posted it because he knows clay and someone commented on it saying, Oh, my mom knows Dave. Like, let me talk to her. And we were like, okay, me probably about, I think 10 people who it was like five degrees to Dave Matthews where they're like, we know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody we'll see what we can do. And so we had about 10 of those people doing that for us. And, she ended up being the one to pull through. Her name's Shannon. And she had messaged us on the second night that we had the video and the pictures out there. And she had said, Hey, I want to let you know, like he knows, and he's going to reach out to you guys. And we were like, cool. So we're just kind of waiting around. And then 10 minutes later, she sends us a video for my dad. So we got really excited and his story was out there and Clay and I think collectively probably have around 500 new followers on our pages (laughs) just for people from that Dave Matthews family who are following along with this story, which has been really cool because we've connected with a lot of people who are just like, when things are back to normal, we all want to go to a show together and we want to meet your dad. And it's been really, really cool to get support from all across the world. Like we've had people, I've had people message me from Germany and Brazil and just all over the world saying that they're following our dad's story and they're thinking and praying for him which he's going to be absolutely mortified by because he's <laughs> extremely modest and he's going to be really probably frustrated with us, but you know, you can't go to sleep on us and expect us not to do anything. So we've, we've, we've met with a lot of people and it's been really, really cool to hear from all these people who they kind of, we're all family now, the Dave Matthews family. Um, so a couple of days after we had actually gotten the video Clay and I both had received a message from a nurse saying, Hey, I don't know if I should be messaging you, but I want to let you know, like I have a patient who's a Dave Matthews fan. I went in with him last night. There was a sticky note saying he's a Dave Matthews fan. So I put on a live show and we were jamming together all night. And she said that she got up in the morning and was looking at the Gorge Crew's Instagram and she clicked the video of Dave talking and it said, hello, Jim Landsman, this is Dave Matthews. And she goes, and believe it or not, my patient was Jim Landsman. 
And so we actually Whoa. had not gotten great news that morning and we were kind of all really tense and stressed out and getting that message. We all, we all broke down in tears. Like it was one of those things that's like, wow, this is so much bigger than us. It was so cool to know that someone's fighting for him in his corner there when we can't be there. It was cool to know that there's family there, even if they're not blood. So we've continued to talk to her throughout this whole thing. We absolutely love her. The more and more we talk to her, the more and more connections there are. So she gets to go work with my dad tonight and she's going to bring her ukulele and play some <laughs> Dave Matthews for him, which is funny because he's trying to learn the ukulele and he can't. So it's just been really, really cool to see how small the world really is with all of it. Wow. That is, I mean, an incredible story. Y'all have been through so much in such a short amount of time. I think that's one thing that people don't realize is, I mean, it just like that, this virus is, it moves so fast. Um, but gosh, that the Dave Matthews connections there, the way everything's intertwined with the DMB community. Yeah. I mean, that's just incredible. Cause I know, like we said at the start, like I saw it on um, the video that y'all made on Instagram, mm -hmm. on Instagram stories. And then, you know, I'm like, wow, that would be awesome if it got to Dave Matthews. And then I, I saw it on DMB Gorge crew that yeah. the little clip of Dave saying that I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is incredible. And just, it's so, it's nice to know that there are people out there wanting to help other people like that. Oh, absolutely. And our dad's been such a big Dave Matthews fan for so long. And back in 2017, we went to the concert with Tim Reynolds and um, my dad cried like oh, he'd also hate me saying this, but he cried for like the first three songs <laughs> and it was just like so emotionally overwhelming for him. And I remember him looking at me oh, and just being like, isn't it so cool that we're just like, they're like two friends jamming up there and we just get to watch. And I mean, he was just absolutely floored. And he had said to all of us before he had actually gone on the event was that one of the things he wants to do is go see Dave at Red Rocks. And I think we've decided as a family, we also want to go to the Gorge Amphitheater because <laughs> it it's just a bucket beautiful. list now, <laughs> but it's been, it's been good. And we, we've really enjoyed having this experience and having so many people follow along for something that's impacted our family so greatly. It's unbelievable. And just imagine that tailgate, the very next tailgate <laughs> that you guys go to Jim, full family, DMB family. We are going to try to be there. I don't care where it is. I mean, we'd love to be a part of that because that is going to be such a celebration. Yeah, let's go. Um, and if it yeah, can be at the we, gorge, that would be even better. <laughs> we've, uh, we've talked to this woman named Wanda up in Virginia and she's like, I have friends in Florida and I've just decided that whatever the next show is you guys are going to, we're, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm going to meet your dad and give him a high five and hug him and tell him how great this is. And it's just, it's been really cool to connect with all these people. Yeah, I know that's one of the things we love the most about doing this podcast is just getting to interact with such a like wide variety of of DMB fans and people and yeah I mean I think we need to make gorge happen next year let's let's yeah. do it Absolutely. let's make sure coronavirus <laughs> is null and void at that point yep. yeah uh, for sure yeah, the hoax so uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have immunities now he might be okay yeah exactly he might be yeah. the only one that can go yeah well maybe they'll do a private concert for yeah. him <laughs> 
<laughs> so has uh, has Jim seen the video yet? Not yet. We wanted to wait till he's coherent enough. I mean, the first time he talked to us, he kept saying, this is fake, this is fake. So if he's looking at his own family's faces and saying it's fake, I have to imagine what his state of mind would be if Dave Matthews was talking to him. <laughs> he probably yeah. not believe that's very real either. So we want to make sure he's all here before we show him the video. Absolutely. There's, there's just a, a ton of people, you know, friends, family that we know, obviously, um, sharing the story, but the Dave Matthews fans, um, they've been, I mean, like the kids said, they've probably got 500 new followers. Um, they've been phenomenal, phenomenal. I've, I'm, I'm not big on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Um, I'm more of a Facebook girl, but I've had random strangers reach out and just, I mean, they have the sweetest prayers that they'll share. And as difficult as this has been, those random people reaching out, Dave Matthews band fans or anybody else have been so comforting for us as a family to know that we've got so many people pulling for him. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's been horrible not being there. So you can imagine like literally for weeks, we've just been sitting by the phone waiting for phone calls. Mm -hmm. And so reading those posts is what has been occupying our time. Yeah. So it's, it's been super encouraging. Um, like I said, the Dave Matthews fan groups have been outstanding um, just to be able to get the story out there and share that with so many people. Um, you know, and not to, not to only give credit to them. We've, I reached out to Jim is also a, a Chicago Cubs fan. And I reached out to just one of their fan, just a simple email saying, Hey, you know, any chance you guys could do something? Well, last night on their game that aired live, um, they reached out and wished him, you know, a speedy recovery over national TV. So that was wow. shocking for family and friends to be listening, you know, to a Cubs game, watching a Cubs game to have, you know, someone they know mentioned. Um, we also have a, an entire town of Grand Haven, Michigan, that is constantly asking and praying for him and um, reaching out in, in tons of ways to let us know that they're thinking about all of us and praying for him too. So this is, this has just been a overwhelming experience from so many different perspectives. Um, I, I just, honestly, I can't, I can't put my feelings in words because yeah. there's just so many different emotions that run through each day. Well, that's the thing is we've talked about how we could even possibly begin to thank all of the people who have shared his stories. And even today, we're still coming across things. We're like, oh my gosh. Like a couple of days ago, the Gorge crew had not only posted it on Twitter and Instagram, but on their Facebook. And I'm trying to go through all the comments and like everybody who's been wishing my dad well. And it's, it's impossible to even know how far this has reached. And I mean, we would really just love to personally thank all those people, but it's not even possible. Yeah. So it's been insane. And as we're typically a pretty private family, we keep to ourselves. <laughs> we're not one of those people who are in your face and we never thought we'd be one of these families who would have a story like this, but it's really given us um, a lot of hope that all these people who don't know us care. So Absolutely. And as, as Jordan said before, and Clay kind of reiterated, Jim's very private person. So for this to be happening to him, um, obviously we want to wait until he 
is coherent and completely understands everything that's gone on while he's been taking his little little brain vacation. Um, He is a very type A personality. He likes to be in control of things. So when he realizes that we've taken control and things are not at all how he would have handled it, um, he's going to be completely mortified. Um, But our intention is to make sure that he is coherent so that he understands what has happened and that all of these people have have reached out. Um, We will show him the, the full Dave Matthews video to him, the personal message. And I intend to get a recording of his reaction. Yep. And as much as he will not want us to share anything, we will be sharing it. Um, I feel like everyone deserves to see his reaction after everything they've done, literally praying every single day, multiple times a day. I get reach outs from so many different people. Um, I just feel like sharing the whole story is what needs to be done. So I, I want everybody that's cried with us and prayed with us and kept him in their thoughts and prayers to be able to rejoice and, and laugh and be happy with us as well. So we're going to finish the story hopefully soon. We're going to bring it full circle. Yeah. So hopefully the fullest circle will be a Dave Matthews concert and (laughs) running into everybody. Clay and I have a tattoo already thought of that dad's dad's going to have to participate in. He has no choice. So (laughs) Oh yes. <laughs> Mom's That's not awesome. with that just yet. Mom doesn't have to get it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this is absolutely the tip of the iceberg of the positivity um surrounding yeah. this story. I know that um you know, light is starting to shine through and that is absolutely beautiful. Um and you know, Nolan Nolan and I can both, you know, give our support and say all the things that we would love to say and how happy we are that things are looking better. Um, but DMB community continue to shower this family with love and support. Um, thank you for everything y'all have done. Um, it is incredible. And I truly believe that this is one of the very few, if not the only fan bases that would do this and take time out of their day to do all of this. Um, and so please continue to do that. And once we are able to see this incredible video of Jim seeing Dave talk to him and, um, and they share that video continue to share things with them, continue to invite them to concerts when we are able to safely do so. Um, It's a beautiful thing. And we are so proud to be um, a part of that fan base and that uh, community. Um, It's, it's very touching and we're very, very just, I guess, proud and pleased to see that you guys have been embraced the way that you have. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I I cannot, like Jordan said, there's absolutely no way we can thank absolutely everybody that's reached out or or made a comment somewhere. Um, We're going to do our best to do that. Um, Like I said, hopefully by posting a video of of Jim actually seeing that Dave Matthews video and him thanking people, um, that can maybe get shared as much as the Dave Matthews video got shared so that you know, we can, we can make sure he's able to thank everyone for all their support. Um, and I, I would like to strongly urge people to be cautious. Um, don't assume that you are immune to this. Uh, if you do start showing any symptoms whatsoever, definitely quarantine immediately. If, if that fever does not go away, if symptoms start to worsen, do not wait. Um, 
that may be the regret I have that I, I kind of questioned whether we waited too long to take him to the hospital. Um, obviously he's, he's improving, but it, it was a scary road along the way. So um, I just, I would hate to see anyone else have to go through what we've been going through. So I, I just hope and pray that everyone, you know, listens and is cautious and takes care and cares for other people enough to quarantine and wear their mask and whatever the CDC and World Health Organization is asking us to do. Nobody knows enough about this virus yet. They're all still learning and things keep changing, which is why people are questioning things so much, but they're questioning it. The CDC, everybody's questioning it because we're learning things as it progresses, it keeps mutating and changing. And it's just important that we try to do what they think is best, even if we don't agree with it, just to try to keep everyone healthy and safe so that um, we can end it. And like we had told you guys is that our dad's the healthiest 57 year old. He runs three to four miles every day. He eats super healthy. I think he's in better shape than my 22 year old brother. Sorry, Clay. <laughs> um, and he, I mean, the epitome of health. He sometimes indulges on a plate of nachos and on the weekends, but outside of that, this shouldn't have affected him the way he did. So we've seen a lot of people, a lot of family and friends think that they're pretty immune to this and that nothing can bring them down. And we would have told you the same thing about my dad. So just be safe and watch out for other people around you who aren't because it, it affected us more than we ever thought. Oh, could not agree more with everything you just said and yeah we bruce and i i mean text about it every single day wear a mask uh that is it's just so important and just take care of other people take care of your family be kind and wear a mask and uh I, i'm just so impressed by um you guys and the strength of your family and jim and we are rooting for you uh we love talking to you we're gonna continue to keep our listeners updated and cannot wait for uh, Jim to see the Dave <laughs> video. And we normally play music at the beginning and end of our show. So I want to know what is Jim's favorite DMB song? Because we're gonna we're gonna end the episode okay. with that. Well, so I in normal circumstances would probably put Grave Digger at the top, but I no. don't think that's appropriate. No, no. Um, we're probably all along the Watchtower or Sister um, are two of his top favorites. So. Sister, if you want to be sentimental and all along the watchtower, if you want to rock out. Love it. We'll do, we'll do yeah, one at the beginning and that. one at the end. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for spending some time with us and, um, and getting your family's story out there. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing that yeah, story. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for all the love support and, and the attention you're bringing to this. Um, I, I, like I said, I don't have words. I'm overwhelmed with all of this. So um, it's, it's important that people understand um, that, that this can happen to them. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for sharing our message and talking with us and hearing our really long-winded story. <laughs> we actually love telling it because we want people to hear it. Because it's important. Yeah, people need, of people course. absolutely need to hear it. Um, you know, thank you for educating us, educating um, our listeners and everything and ed educating everyone about just this horrendous situation. And, um, you know, 
we only see the positives in things and we are hoping that more and more positivity and love gets thrown you guys' way. And um, maybe we'll have uh, Jim on the podcast here soon. Um, I don't know, maybe DMB fam needs to raise that $5 million to get him on the show, but, uh, <laughs> but we'll figure that out. But seriously, guys, thank y'all so much for being just I talked to our financial guy. And he said that, um, yeah, he'd, he'd open up a private gym account and make sure that money just showed up. So yeah, uh, I don't know where $5 million is coming from, but whatever. It keeps going up and up. Nice I round number. Maybe use some monopoly money. We'll be good. Yeah, thank you we guys all so need much. some of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much, Landsman family. We're going to continue to send the positive vibes, pray for you guys, and um, you know, nothing but love coming from the Gray Street Podcast and the DMB community. Yep. Um, thank you to everyone that listened to this, and please take heed to their message. Seriously, um, this is no joke, um, and you know, we don't want this to happen to anyone else uh, that's listening. So. Um, you know, good things are coming for the Lambsman family. We know it. We feel it. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. And um, we'll see you guys next time on the corner of Gray Street. And wear a mask.
the earth. 